in the know for Friday, April 29, the 119th day of 2022. There are 246 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Get you ready for a weekend, and we enter, get to look ahead to uh, Kentucky Derby Week next week. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in. No, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's me, Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay, how are you? Yeah, I'm, well, yesterday you said it felt like Monday, yes. so it feels like Monday, mm-hmm. but hey, it's already Friday. Are you happy you went from Monday to Friday in the blink of an eye? Do you feel like, uh, so ask you this, uh, this is more of an off-the-air question. Did you change the trash out yesterday? Did you empty the garbage can? I did. You did? Uh, Thank you for doing that, by the way. Um, I just noticed sometimes it's overflowing. How much trash do you think the average American throws away per day? I don't know. A bag? Five pounds per day per American is the average. So of all the little wrappers that you take throughout the day, on average, they add up to being five pounds per American per day. Do you think that sounds like a lot? Um, Yeah, probably. I, find, I mean, five, five pounds seems yeah. like a lot of trash, but yeah. some people, you know. Some people are trashier than others. That's true. <laughs> Without a doubt. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London. Bangladesh. Uh, Berlin. Sydney. And Millwood. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are I you? just thought I'd throw in some new geographic locations uh-huh. in there. You wouldn't even want a country. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know that you've ever done a country. I didn't before. Even particularly like those. They just kind of sounded like they were there. And Las Vegas. Are you covering Las Vegas? Oh yeah, I've, I've watched every second last night. Did you get drafted? No. No, you did not. Seventh get drafted. round, maybe undrafted. Mister Irrelevant. Undrafted. That's you, yeah. Mister <laughs> Irrelevant. That would, that would probably be a, a good good way to describe it. Jaguars had the first pick, and they took Travian Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Georgia University of Georgia. Uh, no Kentucky Wildcats were drafted yesterday, but today's going to be their day. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think you could well, maybe two, potentially three. Today. Wandale, uh, I think you're you're more likely, I think, to see Josh Pascal. So Josh Pascal. I today. think in, in order you'll see Josh Pascal, uh, and then it's kind of like the next three. It's kind of pick your poison between Wandale, Luke Fortner, and Darian Kennard. I was going to ask you about Fortner because uh-huh. I feel like Darian Kennard is has really slipped because there were some rumors that he could have been going in the first round, and then. If he kept his mouth shut, he uh-huh. probably would have gone in the first round, but yeah. he decided to show his cray-cray. Yeah. I don't know that it's necessarily cray-cray, but when you're auditioning for a job, probably say less. You know, in the great in uh, in, in, in uh, great yeah. Aaron Burr terms, mm-hmm. talk less, smile more when mm-hmm. you're auditioning for the NFL teams. It probably was in your best interest. But. Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty safe assumption. Yeah, I just some people agree with what he said, some people don't. But you're better off just to try and. But I don't just, know that NFL teams want somebody that outspoken. 
Well, that's true. On on either side. Well, I mean, they want you to do your job, but Uh there are some outspoken ones. Hey, cloudy with spotty showers. Good luck to all the cats today and tomorrow in the NFL draft. And tops. There's some tops that will be drafted tonight, too. Oh. D'Angelo Malone. Zappy. Bailey. Bailey Zappy. Yeah. Probably Bailey tomorrow. Zappy, yeah. Gareth Stearns. All right. Very good. Rain chances. Spotty showers possible this evening and into tonight. I think the primary rain chances for the day are out of here. They were primarily overnight. And now uh, we'll wait for evening and overnight spotty showers tonight. We'll see some possible stronger thunderstorms tomorrow evening and into the night. Uh, otherwise, you're going to see cloudy, scattered showers today. Again, I think the the extremely scattered throughout the daylight hours. 76 the high today. Scattered showers, 58 tonight. Mostly cloudy afternoon thunderstorms and a high of 83 for your Saturday. And then for next week, you know, looking looking pretty good. Uh, Oaks Day. Now they have, they have um, they've at least taken the raindrops out of the graphic for Oaks Day. Um, but still a 3 in 10 chance of rain, and then a 2 in 10 chance of a shower on Derby Day itself. So things looking good. Father's Day looks nice, too. Yeah, and then you know, we got, uh, we're going to talk about uh, May events coming up, and we've got one of those weird anomaly weekends that only happens about once every seven years or so. We'll tell you about that coming up. Uh, Russia is continuing to pound targets from practically one end of Ukraine to the other yesterday, including Kiev bombarding the city while the head of the United Nations was visiting in the boldest attack on the capital since Moscow's forces retreated. Weeks ago, uh, Zelensky was getting visits from United Nations bigwigs and trying to uh, establish or at least measure the current situation. It it feels like, um, being over a month into it now, it feels like maybe enthusiasm or care or concern is fading just a little bit like americans for the first the end of february and into the month of march and certainly into uh early portions of april it feel like you know everywhere you turned it was oh the situation in ukraine the situation in ukraine and it just people are monitoring it but that passion that they had for it you you get some level of you lose your adrenaline rush about things like that and it just becomes one of those you things that's, so much yeah one of those things that's going on and you don't maybe it's not as maddening, but it uh, continues to be saddening. In similar relation to that, here at home, well, it's actually in Washington, but uh, involving a Kentucky congressman, Kentucky Sixth District Congressman Andy Barr's legislation requiring the United States State Department to submit ongoing reports to Congress on China's support for Russia's invasion of Ukraine has passed the House of Representatives on a three ninety four to three vote. It's called the Axis Act. It's the Assessing She's Interference and Subversion Act. Did you say cheese? She, oh, yeah, she I thought you said pin, cheese. She pin uh, the Japanese president. Oh, or, or I, the, I thought you said Xi cheese Jinping. like Parmesan. Or yeah, it's, it's X. It's so A-X-I-S is the act, but no, no cheese. And um, it, it basically... Requires the State Department to submit an initial report 30 days from now and the bill's enactment and every 90 days thereafter. And so it's interesting. I, I had a, um, I had the pleasure of being in Congressman Barr's office back the end of February, and I asked him this specific question about a potential subsidization, subsidization to subvert the, um, subvert the measures, the tightening, the sanctions on Russia – and so he told me at that point in time, he said he was concerned about China's role in that. And because of China still being a huge economic, I'll use the word partner, to the United States, if we're trying to do every everything we can to sanction Russia, and then we're just sending more money to China economically to buy their products, and then that money is just finding its way back to Russia to continue to... Right, it's a vicious cycle, and so I do think it's important to know what China's role is in this uh, grand landscape of current global drama. Moderna is seeking to be the first with COVID shots for the youngest kids. Moderna is seeking to be the first to offer COVID nineteen vaccine for the youngest American children. It has asked the FDA to clear low dose shots for babies, toddlers. And preschoolers, so another option for parents if they want to deliberate and consider. One of the other national headlines today, the Biden administration and the president specifically says 
They're taking a hard look at student loan forgiveness. President Biden said yesterday that he's taking a hard look at canceling additional federal student loan debt and will reach a decision within a month. He said, I am considering dealing with some debt reduction. Biden signaled in his Thursday remarks that he won't go as far as some activists want, saying $50,000 in debt forgiveness was not under consideration. He did not give a number for what he is considering. Uh, yeah. So a couple of schools of thought on this. You, you see people well, on Twitter or wherever that have been paying or maybe they're one payment away from their student loan debt being eradicated and then they hear the potential, you know, the talking points are, well, they're just going to wipe out student debt for anyone who's who's basically making their first payment. There would be resentment from people who have paid, who are about to make their last payment saying, well, I've invested in my education, but here you're going to have your forgiveness and you'll have the same benefits or the same, you know, credibility, the resume that I have. And I had to put in the sweat equity in order to pay mine back. And now you're going to be given a free pass. That's going to create confusion. It's going to create, as I mentioned, resentment. And it is the equivalent in, um, if you're, if you're looking at a capitalist society, it is the equivalent of giving some people a three lap head start in a six lap race. And so, I just don't know that that's that's going to – I don't think you can just eradicate student debt and say everything is forgiven. However, so you say, well, what about a percentage of that? Well, if you give amnesty or forgiveness on a percentage of student debt, is that any different than if you just gave them a check for something else and said, well, here's a bonus check or here's some ARPA funds or here's some Trump dollars or here's some Biden bucks or here's some – isn't that the same thing? I I don't know. I have a feeling that if you give a person a $1,000 check and say, this is for your student loans, but do whatever you want to with it, whatever's best for you, I have a feeling it doesn't go towards student loan debt. I have a feeling it goes toward vacations and big screen TVs and that type of thing. So I don't. Money is money, so to speak, but if you're still going to have the same level of indebtedness, then maybe you are better off to give somebody a coupon to reduce their student debt by 20% or something to give Americans some breathing room. Because student student debt has been predatory in the last two decades. I mean, at the levels that we've lent, we've, we've lent people student loan amounts to go into fields that they'll basically never be able to pay for it. You know, and then they're trying, then they're stuck paying rent because they can't buy a home and, and it's just, it seemed like a snowball. Getting play, paid wages that, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And most people, you know, I read a thing yesterday, Sam, about the number of the number of people who are unrealistic coming out of college on what their first year of earning potential looks like, you know, and so there's just a very. It's not something they usually teach you in college. Yeah. It's <laughs> a, definitely. I mean, I know that I literally had to call. My in- the guy that I interned with when I was doing a starting my job search was kind of like okay how do I know these people aren't ripping me off mm. and this was before I even had any conversation with you at all it was I think this was in like April before I graduated and it was kind of like how do I know right. and he said well this is you know this is the amount and if you're doing this job this is probably the amount but if you're working in this size market this is what you want now if they're p- doing this to you then you run. <laughs> Sure. Kind of thing, and yeah. it, it, and I was like, you have no idea how much that helped. It's like a ten minute phone conversation. I almost learned more there than I did in three months of classes that semester. We're, by the way, so there's a couple. You brought up a very good point on something about earning level. I want to talk about in just a minute because it pertains to something the governor said yesterday. Uh, you you've probably been thinking about who you're who you're going to be voting for in the upcoming election on May seventeenth. Now is probably a really good time that you start thinking about how you're going to vote because the Secretary of State and the legislature and the Bashir administration have worked together to, uh, I will use the term, modernize our election process, including in-person, early in-person, absentee. And so there's a very uh, robust article at K105.com that gives you all of your options and who can and who cannot vote absentee. Those things have been widened, but it's not its not carte blanche. It doesn't say it's just anybody who wants to. Yeah, this, this information I know Charlotte Willis sent me earlier in the week. Clark yeah. Willis. So it, uh, it helps. 
It's uh, got an absentee portal. So anyway, that's at K105.com. I would encourage you to get started on that now so that you don't maybe miss an opportunity. Because it's not just May 17th. You're actually going to be able to vote and before May 17th. There's if you, quite a few primaries, too, in, in the area qualify. here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You've got... There's just no. There's no top of ticket stuff. There's just no top of ticket thing that's getting free people, people running for coroner. That's a getting that's people. A pretty, that, you're that's, saying that's not top of that, ticket. No, that would that would not be the top of the t- that would not be the top of the ticket. Is that not as important as Judge Henderson? Uh, well, uh, when <laughs> I say kidding. top of ticket, I by the way, mean. I mean you no know, presidential. Rand Paul doesn't have a significant challenger uh, in the primary. Charles Con- Booker doesn't. Congressman Guthrie doesn't have a. Charles Booker doesn't have a significant challenger. So all those uh, so all those top of ticket, all those congressional and federal races that are just non-starters even though they're actually uh, ballot events. Uh, Flags, by the way, are at half-staff in Kentucky today for a fallen Marine who died while on active duty earlier this month. Chief Warrant Officer uh, 2nd Raleigh Brandon Pennington of Louisville died on April 9. He was an infantry weapons officer for the 2nd Battalion, 24th Marine Regiment of the 4th Marine Division, Marine Corps Forces Reserve, based out of Fort Sheridan, Illinois. So thank him for his service and giving the ultimate sacrifice. Flags and half-staff in Kentucky today as a result of that. Uh, the governor gave a press conference yesterday that kind of had multiple things going on. Uh, hundreds of new jobs are coming to Kentucky. Uh, more relief for areas impacted by the December tornado outbreak and COVID-19 continued to decline. Those are basically the takeaways from what the governor said. He, he announced uh, Hopkins County was getting another $8.5 million to help with cleanup from the December 10 tornado outbreak. He mentioned uh, Columbia Brands LLC is an apparel manufacturer is going to expand their presence in Henderson County, and then he also said that um, on as to COVID nineteen, he says the bottom line is we are in a good place. He also noted there is no direct evidence of any surge in COVID cases after Easter. That's good. You know, we wondered these little holiday milestones, family gatherings, people get together. My guess is though, what is happening? Is and Josh Horton when he was here a couple of weeks ago, he talked about people are just not being tested. You know, you get the sniffles, you think, well, it might be allergies, or it's allergy season, so I got this, or I got. So you okay. may. It's definitely allergy season. You may have some, yeah. You <laughs> may know, have I, some mild case. They mowed our grass, and I walked in, walked into the building, all you know what, forty-five steps, and mm-hmm. <laughs> felt like I, <laughs> I don't know what I felt like. Yeah, I can. I can, yeah, I can understand. I can get it. Uh, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir said a newly created cannabis research center won't slow his review of whether he has the authority to single-handedly legalize medical marijuana, a decision that's likely to come this summer. He said he sees value, the value in the cannabis center formation, but added some lawmakers used it as a tactic to successfully block a bill that would have made medical marijuana legal. Bashir said he won't wait for the center to do cannabis studies before deciding whether to take action. Uh, don't have a lot of time to get into it today. I thought we might have a little more, a uh, little more time. Uh, conversely, Bob Stivers, the Senate president, said that Kentuckians should be concerned that the governor thinks he can change statute by executive order. Uh, marijuana is illegal, currently illegal in Kentucky, and I don't know that that that's a. Um, it might be a third rail for Governor Bashir. I think that it is a. By the way, the third rail is the electrical is the electrified rail on subway systems. So when you touch it, sometimes you get you get burnt. Uh, I understand him wanting to be proactive for Kentuckians, and I am for I am for uh, things such as this that are scientific scientifically proven to help people help their situation PTSD. Uh, you know, what seizures, whatever it might be in a controlled, like in a controlled environment, just like we control all of our other medicines. I, I am fine with that. I do have concerns with the overuse of executive orders at the federal level. And now he's kind of dipping his toe. Maybe he dipped his toe in the water with the executive order on NIL, which was kind of a game changer, but one that was not really all that maybe controversial, but using that as a, okay, how did that go? Now, can I do this it will there's a big political opportunity for him in doing an, an executive order like this but there's also a big uh potential pitfall to doing that so the floating the idea of doing it is similar to what the legislature has been doing they're just floating the idea of medical marijuana but never really getting around to doing it so and i think that's kind of his know. thing is saying if you all won't take i mean i think yeah. i read a poll that 60 percent of kentuckians are for it or something 
Yeah, I saw. What, what are we waiting on? I think it might have been more than that. Right, and I just think that the stall tactics have to let's just bring these things forward and vote on them and yeah, see stop the whole majority s- of the majority yeah, and all just of that. See where they are. I, I get I on the record. That's why you're things. being elected to put your vote on the record. Yep. Uh, but anyway, I do think I think executive orders are a dangerous proposition because uh, you tend to not say anything about them if they're things that you think, oh, that's a good idea. But when the shoe is on the other foot, then suddenly you go, hey, these executive orders aren't a very good idea. So I just think that you need to be, you need to be uh, consistent because there's a reason we have three branches of government and they serve equal roles. And one should not be in, in stepping in the other's territory, no matter which uh, branches we're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. In addition to having the first pick in last night's NFL draft, have exercised their fifth-year option on pass rusher Josh Allen. Hard to believe this coming year right, will be his fifth year. Fourth. This will be his fourth, but they've right. gone ahead and ex- exercised. Yeah, you the have option, to do that by so he's under contract. So he Monday. would know next year if he needed to. He Correct. would be playing this season, knowing whether he had a deal or Correct. not. Uh, I feel bad for him. I mean, maybe their draft, maybe their draft pick. No, I mean, listen, they maybe got a, they got a, the AFC runs through Paul Brown Stadium right now. I just listen, feel did bad you for not Josh hear? Allen. Did He's you not hear last stuck. night when Roger Goodell got up there and announced the Cincinnati Bengals pick, and he got to say the AFC champion Cincinnati <laughs> I, Bengals? I missed that part. It was just, only at like ten forty-five last night. Heard Roger Goodell getting booed when he walked. Oh, that's, that's, that's tradition, unlike any it's other. Got to yeah. happen. Antonio Reeves uh, has landed with the Kentucky Wildcats an Illinois State uh, transfer. He's a junior guard. He'll be playing for the Cats next year. So congratulations uh, to the Cats and to Antonio Reeves. And then uh, Hunter Tom's picked up a new scholarship yesterday. Sam, what's the details on that? Yeah, from the Grayson County Football Alumni Association. Uh, it's the Doug Thompson Memorial Scholarship, so he gets five hundred dollars. And they also, for the first time, gave away two Cougar difference makers. Ben Rogers and Kaylor Decker are going to get $250 scholarship. Oh, I, That's from the Football Alumni Association. That's I, Roger Lush and his crew. I thought you were the difference maker, so they should give no, a third difference no. maker. No, uh, I, I, I'm not quite as much of a difference maker as, as Kaylor Decker and Ben Rogers. Well, I mean, in your own way. In, in your own, we, in your own can, lane, perhaps you are. We can put it that way. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Viral Video Day. <laughs> know what the number one viral video of all time is? I mean, Charlie bit my finger. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah. Baby that's Shark almost like, on YouTube. Uh, that's the most viewed, but I don't... I mean, is it a... I mean... To me, like a viral video almost has to be somebody doing something stupid. Yeah, well, well like you know. the mislick, the wardrobe mislick. Who was that? Word? I don't know that Janet one. Janet Jackson. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like to me, that's yeah. what a... By yeah, way. I don't think like, because I know for a while, Gangnam Style was the number one most viewed video, and I don't know that that's like a viral video. So, I don't know. To, to be specific, the most viewed YouTube videos yes. of all time, Baby Shark, Despacito at two, mm-hmm. uh, is that Johnny Johnny Yes Papa? The Lulu kids, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's J O H N Y, J O H N Y. Shape of You, Ed Sheeran, See You Again, Wiz Khalifa, Bath Song by Coco Melon, Nursery Rhymes at six, Phonic Song with two words and seven, Learning Colors at eight, Uptown Funk at nine, Masha and the Bear at number 10. So yeah, it's like a Russian. Those are the YouTube, YouTube deals. Uh, it is also Zipper Day Today. The Zipper was just created in 1851. By Elias Howe. Everybody check your zipper. Check XYZ PDQ. <laughs> uh, it, sun, Saturday is Honesty Day. Saturday is, by the way, that's tomorrow. There's also Bugs Bunny Day. What's you up, been eating, You've been eating onions. Uh, Sunday is May Day, Lay Day, Couple Appreciation Day, and School Principals Day on Sunday. Uh also, see before I want to take um, want to take a moment to say congratulations to the Cook family and uh, specifically Gracie Cook, uh, one of my one of my favorite chefs. Um, she's she's going to be studying in 
Francais mm-hmm. for 90 days. She has a new internship opportunity that they announced yesterday. So I started brushing up on my French phrases, you know, ooh la la. I'm mm-hmm. so excited for her. Parlez-vous it's Francais. Awesome. It's yes. awesome. Off, 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 and au contraire. So she can learn, like, make baguettes and cheese and uh, pastries. Oh, she, okay. that's her real. That's, yeah. her, like, that's, her, that's her Ratatouille, right? That's her that's Paris. Mm-hmm. That's Ratatouille. So is she working in Gusteau's? Probably. Uh, so anyway, that was that was exciting. Uh, yeah, that's to awesome. Hear. But so I suddenly was like, well, maybe I'm angling. Uh, you know, Dennis and Sarah are probably busy. Uh, Beej and I, we could be our chaperones. We could. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We could we could travel abroad, and make sure mm-hmm. you know. Now, can because she, we would be the best chaperones ever. Can she mm-hmm. ship you a death by chocolate cake from Paris? Mm, uh, ooh, I'm sure she could. A death by chocolate cake made in Paris. With French chocolate? Is that a thing? Shipped by Federal Express. Does, does that make it better? If it's shipped by Federal Express. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Do you have to, when they <laughs> go to your door, is that how you have to answer it? Uh, no, that's how they have to identify themselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> Date Your Mate Month is the month of May. The National Bike Month is the month of May. It's Blood Pressure Month, Hamburger Month, Hamburger, and Salad Month. The first full week of the month is Nurses Week. The National Police Week is the third week of the month, and Emergency Medical Services Week is the fourth week of the month. Sunday is Mother Goose Day. Listen, Monday it says that it's Brothers and Sisters Day. We have there. We got this wrong somewhere. Somebody wrote down Siblings Day too many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this comes around mm-hmm. about every six weeks, mm-hmm. and I don't. I love my sisters, but I'm I'm but I can't be celebrating. Can, hey, it's Siblings Day. Can you every celebrate six weeks. brothers and sisters since you don't have any brothers? Is that only? Uh, can you, do you only celebrate well, if you have both? So is that? Yeah. Is it? Is Siblings Day different than Brothers and Sisters Day? I don't know the answer because I don't to have that. any sisters. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I was going to say I was. I would take a shot, but Man, I'm not. Step, I, like, but... I like my sisters, so I'm not. I tormented them enough when I was uh, <laughs> when we were children. There's no sense in piling on now. May third is National Teachers Day. May the fourth, of course, is Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. Now, May 6th is going to be Oaks Day, Mm -hmm. but it is also International Tuba Day. Tuba Day and Oaks Day on the same day, delightful for me. May 7th, of course, is Derby Day. And it only happens once every, I guess, maybe technically six years because you get leap year. Um. Or would that be the opposite? Where yeah, because it'd if be it, longer than if that, it wouldn't le- it? If it leapt wrong, if you leapt wrong, could mm-hmm. that make it 13 years before it happened? I, I don't, It doesn't happen that often where the first Saturday in May is next to the second Sunday in May like we have this year. So we go from Derby Day to Mother's Day in the same weekend. And historically, by the way, that would, that could have also been prom weekend. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know because my, they had my prom, prom was always bit, on on Derby Day. Yeah, I've always I've always found that to be odd timing and scheduling. So Grayson County, um, you know, moved a little earlier. They went to last weekend. So right now, I'm I'm going back. I'm looking into the future to see when the next time May 11th is Eat What You mm-hmm. Want Day. I'm May sorry, t- let me write that one down. Yeah, Eat What You Want Day, May 11th. It uh, Limerick Day is the 12th. You may want to write this one down, too. May 13th is Blame Someone Else Day. Hmm. It's the first Friday the 13th of the year hmm. is Blame Someone Else Day. That works. I did say, as I did mention, it's Blame Someone Else. Uh, oh, it's Friday the 13th. Dance Like a Chicken on the 14th. No Dirty Dishes on the 18th. Be a Millionaire May 20th. How you achieve that is up to you. May 22nd is Buy a Musical Instrument Day. May 26th, Sally Ride Day. And May 27th, Don't Friday. Learn about day. Learn about composting day on May 29th. No, thank you. I know all I need to know about composting. <laughs> we have two good clips of you all on both of these days, both composting day and on Dance Like a Chicken Day. Oh, yes, that's uh-huh. right. I've yeah. probably got them somewhere hidden in the, here. Yep. Uh-huh. The, and then you got your, your uh, uh, yeah. like. And Memorial Day is May 30th. Compost heaps stink. By the way, I learned I've been watching this old house. 
mm-hmm. and in places like in Massachusetts, composting is required. I mean, instead of throwing your scraps away in the garbage, you rec- like it's a law. You got to compost. Like, what? How can they make that a law? I don't get it. Oh, show's not over. I shouldn't put my stack over here yet. <laughs> I thought I had finished all my. Are you letting us stuff. take over for the rest of the day? Well, one no, of the no. things I was going to do was uh, I also should have mentioned. I was unable to make it to practice, but Alea had her first t-ball practice last night. I saw some footage. Listen. She she had a heck of a throw back to the coach. Yes, and listen. and coach made a great catch on it too. I, coach it, was really surprised. I mean, yeah, because I heard him. Kids say, got an arm, and she can she, outrun all of them. Okay, but, when he made them run the bases, mm-hmm. she can outrun them all. But, I'm but, loving it. But by the way, uh, she's already tested out of t-ball because. Mm-hmm. She hit coach pitch last night. Yes. And like well, I saw she was also lined up at pitcher. I mean it's a good I, sign too. I yes. I, I, You're I gonna told, have a little athlete on mm-hmm. your hands. Coach Reese better I get ready there on the softball diamond. On her fourth birthday she got a ball she got a tee and a bat. Is it a pink birthday. bat? It's uh, a pink glove. Pink glove. Pink glove. But yeah, so for her fourth fourth birthday and at her birthday party though she was playing with it, someone set the ball on the tee. And she just walked up first time mm-hmm. and just knocked the snot out of it across mm-hmm. the yard. And I thought, yep, that's good mm-hmm. hand-eye coordination, mm-hmm. without a doubt. She can already better than me. Yeah. Tropicana unveils cereal meant to be eaten with orange juice. Do either of you all want to admit to ever having no. put poured orange Absolutely. juice no. on your cereal? Never. What no. if it were a? What if it were designed to be that way? No. Uh, they said they uh, they have Tropicana Crunch described as the first cereal made for orange juice, and it, but they do go on to say, and maybe the last. It's a honey almond cereal designed to be eaten with orange juice instead of milk. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'll, 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 drink, I'll drink a cup of orange juice with my cereal. <laughs> like, eat a bowl of cereal and drink a cup of orange juice, but All right. no, uh, I'm not going to. Combine the two. Crocs has stepped in it again. Crocs unveils new colorful new line inspired by kids' favorite breakfast cereals. So Crocs has new... Look at those. They are... They are Cheerios. They are Fruit Loops. Is that Fruit Loops? What's over on the right? Uh not the greatest picture in the world but no uh, honey nut cheerios tricks cocoa tricks. puffs yeah it's cinnamon tricks. toast crunch yeah no you, you thank know, you Tr- you crocs know, are already ugly enough you know who i know one person who does rock crocs and i could see rocking a bunch of these is is dennis cook i know he rocks crocs he does uh-huh he's <laughs> i think he is a croc guy hmm well, he's not been willing to admit that to me because he knows he would never hear the end of it, I suppose. <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't think I'm making this up. Five easy tips for a good night's rest from a sleep expert. One, cool environment. It's important. Sleep on your side or your back. Consistent noise. <laughs> uh, reduce blue light. And prevent getting up in the middle of the night. Those are the tips for the. Uh, he said it the other way. Well, just go ahead and knock him off of there. Just go ahead and take care of it. There's a bug on Sam's microphone. And he, just, <laughs> he wasn't you're, hurting anybody. You're not paying any attention to yeah, anything about I'm sleep doing. Tips. So yeah, so, and I have terrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so habits. by the way, the consistent noise in the cool environment can be achieved with something called the bed jet. I don't know if you've ever seen these available or advertised, but we've been using one for three three or four years, and it's phenomenal. So it, it has the benefits of both creating noise and then creating temperature that whatever you want. You want warm, fine. You want cold, cold. You got it, and it's it nice. can be it can be individually set. Mm-hmm. So she needs a warmer, colder. You can put it on for five minutes, and then it turns itself off. You know, after you go to sleep, you can do all those things. So it it's is very nice. It has been a nice uh, investment. Now, I I feel like I need to tell this story, but I sometimes we get into one of those headlines, and I don't really want to say the headline but sometimes it's best to do the band-aid approach where you just 
drop it and let go. You just say it, just mm-hmm. get it over with. So I think, Sam, you know the headline. I do. Do you think I'm just better off just to... I mean, could you, I just leave that? Uh, yeah, you just want to see this guy? All right, so on this... So for those of you watching, you can see this guy. This is our guy, right? This is this is, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. This is not a model. This is mm-hmm. this is the guy. He's from... His name is Jack Eberts. He's uh, 26 years of age. He's from College Park, Maryland, and he was part of a medical study. Looks like a healthy guy, healthy fellow. There are all kinds of medical studies out there. Mm-hmm. There are medical studies that, you know, uh, take this pill and you'll have gorgeous flowing locks of hair. There are take this pill and you'll have no arthritic pain. There are like there are all kinds of things like that. But then there are the also the medical studies that maybe aren't nearly as appetizing. <laughs> that be fair to say. <clears throat> So I'm just going to give you the headline. Just going to leave it. Just gonna give, give it. I'm just going to give you the headline, and then we'll move on. Will that be? Is that fair enough? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it needs any more needs to be said. Man paid seven thousand dollars to drink poop smoothie for science. Well, I don't know. I have a question. Look at that smirk. No shame. Does that look like the man who just drank a poop smoothie? No shame. Seven thousand, Sam. Seventy thousand. I don't even want to think about that. Seven hundred thousand. Everybody's got their number. Just depends upon how many zeros you got to add. Who? We have to talk about <laughs> what what is in the diet beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Listen. If you want to do the research on your own to find out more, you do it. I'm just not going to wade any further into that mess. you got to get to a break. We'll be back with more here on In the Know. Did you know... Twitter can handle up to 18 quintillion user accounts. 18 quintillion. So they've got some headroom. Is that one of those factoids that only you know because you're a shareholder? Could be. I'm revealing it maybe on the down low. Uh, have you... Do you like the Twitter experience since Elon and I took over? Don't notice any difference yet. You don't? No. Huh. You don't suddenly have a lot more followers? No. No, you don't? Hmm. There are a lot of people who profess to have a lot more followers all of a sudden since some uh, direct executive orders by the new owner were given. So Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think so. Looking at all of the different accounts, I don't see any major differences. <laughs> well, maybe because you're not political. The political no, accounts may be politics. experiencing some difference. Oh, by the way, here's speaking of Twitter, the thing we'll, I'll get to the movie premieres in a moment. Uh, but I, I was going to talk about it in the opening segment when we were talking about you know wages and state and the governor's new. Um, I think Andy Bashir is the most popular, according to a new poll. Andy Bashir is the most popular Democratic governor in the country. Now he's like eleventh on the list at fifty nine percent, but. He, but it's like ten Republicans that are ahead of him, so by default, he's the you know, the most popular Democratic governor. But I saw a tweet yesterday about Kentucky ranking thirty fourth in teachers' salary, and and I don't I, I I don't dispute that we need to be better than thirty fourth, but I am fine with you saying that number and talking about us being thirty fourth, so long as you will put the cost of living. Where does Kentucky rank in cost of living? Right beside it, so you can get a true. If we're if we're twelfth in cost of living as uh, being on the bad side, but we're thirty fourth in education, then there's there's definitely out of out of proportion. Those things really should they should mirror one another. If we're thirty fourth, then the cost of living. But as you grow, then the cost of like the cost of living can do this or do that. So I just think that sometimes numbers tell. Without the proper numbers, numbers, you can skew them into saying about anything that you want no, to. I don't think you can pay teachers enough. I think we should be in the top 15. you got to retain teachers. Yes. Listen, listen. Hey, teachers are saints. Think of some of those kids they have to deal with every day. The fact that they don't wring their necks, I give them props. 
Are you surprised you didn't have your neck wrung? Well, I, do, I did have one teacher who said that she taught sixth grade. Uh, because sixth graders were her hands fit perfectly around their necks. <laughs> hmm, interesting. That was the reason she couldn't teach that seventh graders because was, they were a little too big. She was born to be a sixth grade yes. teacher. Yes, she was. Got it. It's understand. It's important to understand your calling in life. This week's movie premieres. Uh, new at the cinema. Is cinema a French word? You have to ask Gracie. Yeah, isn't it? I, yeah, cinema. Cinema. She'll have to do like live reports from us from over there or something. Mm -hmm. Well, good for her. They would be afternoon reports Uh because, you know, they're six hours ahead, Uh five, six, depending upon where you are in Europe. Uh, Memory is out. It's an R action thriller starring Liam Neeson, Guy Pearce, and Monica Bellucci. Firebird is out today. It's an R-rated drama romance in limited release based upon a true story starring Tom Pryor and Oleg Zag. Zagorodny, Gorodny. Mm-hmm. Never heard of either of them. I hope those are the troop, the people who were involved in the true story. The Aviary is an R-rated thriller in limited release, starring Malene Ackerman, Lorena Izzo, and Chris Messina. So something about birds. Out of all of those, uh, it's, yeah, something about a cult. Um, if if in the three movie releases. The only actor in the three releases that I know is Liam Neeson. No. Is, that an, is that an indictment on Hollywood or an indictment on me? Probably a little bit of both. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll shoulder whatever percentage of the blame is mine. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that I should have to shoulder it all. I think you got a big week coming up. I think there's a new Marvel next week. Will I, <laughs> will I really be any better at knowing those actors? I mean, Doctor there, better Strange? Be a, there better be a Pratt or a... There's no Pratt. I don't know. I don't really know who's in it. I could tell you the last Marvel movie I watched. I'm so far behind that it's too far behind there for me to be even a catch up. Godot or a Downey Jr. or a Momoa or a. No, Momoa is DC. Great He's news. Aquaman, right? Well, maybe great news. Hulu has acquired the streaming rights to Craps Creek. So you will now. You will now be able to get. Don't worry, you've got Hulu. Well, oh, okay, but I, I, I have it saved on some, yeah. well, some it'll be, it'll, other... It'll be going away. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, starting, but not until October 3rd. Oh, okay. So well, you you're, got, you're good. It's one of my go-tos. Yeah, but, six months. But all these successful ones, you know, whether it's Seinfeld, whether it's Friends, they're going to move around. These streaming platforms will buy the rights to them, and as so long as they, mm-hmm. if they don't renew the rights, they'll move to another platform. It's like moving around from... You know, TBS to WGN, to, it's the equivalent of that. Snoop Dogg says he's working on a new collaboration with BTS. And his said, uh, he said, my parts are in. He's already done his parts, and now BTS is doing the producer. Um, are you okay with Snoop Dogg uh, collaborating and having a single with K-pop sensation BTS? I don't know. Uh, so I mean, they're, they're popular. You will remain open-minded. I'm curious to know if this is better for BTS or better for Snoop Dogg. Because uh, worldwide, it's better for Snoop Dogg. Yeah, because I mean, worldwide, BTS K-pop. Is, is huge. Yeah, with a different demographic that wouldn't know huge. Snoop otherwise. Uh-huh. But in America, it probably more towards BTS. But then again, BTS. I mean, last summer, what was that? Dynamite. Wasn't that their song? Yeah. Who? 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 Um, I wonder who holds the record for most collaborations. I mean, Snoop. Like all the various collaborations over yeah. his thirty years, I mean, he's BTS, Katy Perry. Do you count Martha Stewart? I do. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just the the all the pathways of that he's traveled and worked with. The Kevin Hart Show. That's not a musical collaboration, but I find it to be I find it to be remarkable. In fact, I'm looking here at a list and 580. This is from 2017, but Snoop is number one at. 587. Five years ago, he had 587, 583. Uh-huh. Lil Wayne, second. Who doesn't want to play with Snoop Dogg, I mean, right? Yeah, it's just got to be. Hello? So it's like Akon. Uh, it's just all kinds of. <laughs> got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Don't you worry about it. MB's point to ponder for today. Uh, the show could last another two or three hours based upon this ponderance, but we'll try to keep it contained. 
And this is, I guess, more for purposes of play along in comments or send us tweets or whatever. What line or jingle do you remember from an old TV or radio commercial? Like, what's the first thing you think of? Old, famous radio or TV jingles that you remember? I always... Oh, go on. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes Mm. you don't. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I think of a lot of Cincinnati... Like the local businesses, like there's a lawyer who uh, his phone number is four 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 four. Yeah. So his jingle is literally just singing the number four over and over again, and then it ends with "Call Blake Maislin now." Okay. So that's always the one that that I can I can think of, and I think uh, this must have been one of the early ones that led an impression on me. Because one that comes up is plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Uh-huh. Even though I have rarely, it was, I was probably over the age of 40 before I ever even used Alka-Seltzer. Mm-hmm. And I don't frequently use it now, but I still remember plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Although, if you go back to Greece, so you learn in the Greece scene where they go, brush up, brush up, brush up, get the new Vitana. Yes. That is an old 50s commercial. <laughs> so... It it was we learned you know we learned that jingle via an eighties or like maybe yeah an eighties early eighties movie that was set in the fifties but there are I mean from Big Red to Wrigley Spearmint Gum to I can bring home the bacon fried up in a pan I mean we can go on mm-hmm. I guess I picked the right business to be in well I know you you even had some good local jingles here. Because I know I, I heard one. Didn't you write or write one or? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I know I heard that. There's one that comes the... to mind, but we can't do it. Yeah, no, I I just because I know the place oh, is no I longer open, I, isn't I it? Assume that we. Yeah. But did, did it, were you the one that wrote it, or did somebody I, else? Write I was. It? Okay, yeah, that's what me. I thought. Uh huh. Creative. It was. It I don't was really one. remember how it went, but it was 100 percent my doing. On TV tonight. I'm sure people listening remember. The some do, I'm certain. 2022 NFL draft. I'll be watching. Uh tomorrow on HGTV the series premiere of I bought a dump, now what? So, you bought a, you know, dump of a house, now what are you going to do with it? My streak continues on Saturday night live not knowing either the host or the musical guest, Ariana DeBose and Bleachers. Okay, I know Bleachers. I don't. No, I've, I've, I've bleachers sat, was a college. I've sat on some on, bleachers. On Revolution. Ariana Debose. Mm. Oh, okay. I'm, American Idol is Disney Night on Sunday, and the season eight premiere of Naked and Afraid XL on Discovery Channel. Oh. Oh, uh, she's she's from Hamilton. Ariana DeBose is from Hamilton. That's what it says. From the original cast of Hamilton. Do you have a photo? I can uh, pull up my... Today's highlight in history, this date, 1946, uh, 28 former Japanese officials went on trial in Tokyo as war criminals. She's not... Said she was on the Disney Plus version, too. I can... Uh, I wouldn't know. Can Let you me find uh, out what character that's, she That's played? what I was, I was getting to. she's not one of the Schuyler sisters. In 1967, Aretha Franklin's cover of Otis Redding's Respect oh, was released as a single by Atlantic Records. In the ensemble slash the bullet? No, thank you. I don't, I don't know. I got... Is. She was uh, Anita in the new West Side Story movie, too. No, thank you. I got to see uh, Respect, the Jennifer Hudson uh, depiction of Aretha Franklin on a flight last week, and uh, it's good. Yeah, she did a good job with it. William and Kate got married this date in 2011. Birthdays today, country singer Dwayne Allen from Oak Ridge Boys is 79. Tommy James is 75. Jerry Seinfeld is 68. Leslie Jordan is 67. See, that strikes me as odd. Leslie Jordan, you know, uh, you all know Leslie Jordan. I know the name, yes. I don't think I do. Yeah, you know, oh, you know him. Kiss Me Cat. Uh, he, he's on, um, he's the short, gray-headed guy. Will and Grace. He's effeminate. Will and Grace. Beverly oh. Leslie. You know, yeah, yes, yeah Beverly Leslie. Okay. But he's a year younger than Jerry Seinfeld. I love him. But but wouldn't you think he's older than Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, he's always played older, too. Yeah. I mean, Sex in the City, Will and Grace, yeah, he, he's always played older. Michelle Pfeiffer is 64 today. Eve Plum is 64. Carney Wilson is 54. Uma Thurman is 52. Andre Agassi is 52 as well. 
Gone But Not Forgotten, William Randolph Hearst in 1863, Duke Ellington in 1899, Willie Nelson, by the way. I meant I should have mentioned him on the birthdays, but I put him over here on a special list. Willie Nelson either celebrates his birthday today or tomorrow. He's mm-hmm. either the 29th or the 30th because there's some disagreement on what day he was actually born. So, happy birthday to Willie. And then he'll be 90, right? Tomorrow. Yes, he will. Uh, let's go to... 1959, The Virtues, number one, with the guitar boogie shuffle. So it's a boogie and a shuffle, which is an odd. Is it a boogie or is it a shuffle? I'm not sure. You could boogie or shuffle to it, maybe. I don't know. It's like twist and shout. <laughs> well, it makes you boogie. But a boogie, boogie originally was a dance step, and a shuffle was a dance step. So when, I know the icky if you shuffle, shuffle and you boogie, the icky shuffle. Uh huh. I know that one. Boot scootin' boogie. So if you took boot scootin' boogie and the icky shuffle together, uh-huh. what about the cupid shuffle? That would also work. The Beatles number one, Lady Madonna. Lady Madonna, children at your feet. Play this my junior year marching band. Oh yeah, I can hear the horns. Glenn Campbell, Southern Nights, number one in 77. So this could be from the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 soundtrack. Getting a couple Marvel shout-outs today. Tables in a restaurant in a West End town. Call the police. Pet Shop Boys, West End Girls, number one in 86. You all would be mad at me if I didn't get through as many chart toppers as possible because this is how we do it. 1995, Montel Jordan was number one. Different than just the normal Montel. What was that Montel? What was the TV Montel's name? I forgot. Montel. You know, it was just Montel. I think it. He was just Montel, right? Yeah, but he he had to have an eight. He had to have last name. Classic. Usher. Ludacris. Lil John, number one in 04, but yeah. In 2013, Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man. MB's Brola Wisdom for today. This is kind of a long one. If there were more people who desired their own happiness more than they desired the unhappiness of others, we would have paradise. If there were more people... If there were more people who d- desired their own happiness more than they desire the unhappiness of others, we would have paradise. In Beast Prola Wisdom for today, remember God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.